Hey there, welcome. Welcome to Jesus Smart the Podcast. This is episode 29. Our belief here is a strong conviction that Jesus knows how life works best and the future belongs to his kingdom. You can see the show notes page for this episode at jesussmart.com. This is a mini-sode. It's part seven in our Apostolic Christ Follower series. We've been talking about taking up our cross, that apostolic Christ following is is Christocentric, it's cross-centric. We lay down our lives so that the new life of Jesus can be manifested in our lives, pushing the mission and story of God forward. We've discussed that. It's powered by love. It's exponential in nature. It's not one plus one plus one, but it's one times 10 times 10. It's exponential logarithmic in nature. It's explosive in its, in its power. We've talked about kingdom force multipliers, prayer, seeking the Lord, fasting, agreement prayer. There are various kingdom force multipliers which can accelerate us, our growth, our impact. In our last episode in this series, we talked about the Antioch principle, Acts chapter 13, verses 1 to 3. It was from that climate or that incubator of prayer and fasting and worship and ministering to the Lord that the Holy Spirit said and catalyzed and initiated the missionary journeys of Paul and the expansion of Christianity throughout Asia and throughout eventually Europe. And so today we're talking about the DNA, the DNA of apostolic Christianity. DNA is very powerful. You really, in a sense, you cannot stop DNA. It can be corrupted. It can be mutated. But if it's given the opportunity, DNA will manifest. And I'm drawing from a chapter called Apostolic Christianity in a book called Spirit-Empowered Christianity in the 21st Century. The subtitle is Insights, Analysis, and Future Trends from world-renowned scholars. How's, how's that for a title and subtitle? And why am I taking the time to tell you this information? Well, I just want us to know that there is scholarship and sound academics and sound Bible study behind and supporting these edges that we are pursuing. The general editor for this book is Vincent Sinan, PhD. He's the Dean Emeritus of Regent University School of Divinity. Uh, He served as the dean from 94 to 2006, and presently he serves as the dean emeritus and also a professor of Pentecostal and charismatic history. He's sort of a world-renowned church historian, and the actual chapter on apostolic Christianity in this book is written by Anders Gerdmar. He holds a doctorate of theology. He's a dean of theology and a professor of New Testament exegesis at the and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, the Livets or the Livets Ord Theological Seminary in Uppsala, Sweden. I'm going to drop this book on the show notes page. It's very readable. It's accessible, believe it or not. I mean, the, the credentials of the authors and the title, don't let that fool you. It's very readable, very accessible, provides great perspective and dimension, you know, to understanding Christianity, I think, in this century, in the 21st century. But just wanted to let you know, full disclosure, drawing on that resource here when we talk about DNA, let's just say this, the DNA of the New Testament church is clearly clearly apostolic Christianity. Think about our human body, for example, or any living organism, but let's just think about our human body. It holds genetic information or instructions. If everything's okay, if the environment's okay, if it's not corrupted or polluted, or if there's not some kind of disease 
or malady which which afflicts the organism, that genetic information will be turned on at certain points in the lifespan of that organism, and those genes will express themselves. When the DNA in the church is fully there, Jesus is truly, and this is a quote from the book, Jesus is truly and powerfully manifested through the church, the global and the local, unquote. So when the DNA is fully there, it's fully turned on, and it fully uh, expresses itself, Jesus is truly, fully, and powerfully manifested in the church. I like the word glocal. It's sort of emergence of local and global. Truly, the church is glocal, and the church is timeless. And and I'd like to read something to you from Hebrews chapter 12. It says there that when we come to Christ, it lists a number of things. We come to Mount Zion. We come to the city of the living God. We come to the heavenly Jerusalem. We come to an innumerable company of angels. And listen to this. We come to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, that's Christ, who are registered in heaven. It says we come to God, we come to the judge of all, and we come to the spirits of just men made perfect. And it goes on, but I want us to understand that the church is not only universal and global, but it is timeless. And that we, when we come to Christ, we actually come to that general assembly enrolled in heaven, including the early centuries of the church when the DNA was fresh and it was not yet corrupted or mutated. Now, throughout church history, what has happened is that all kinds of things have come into the church, and there's been a suppression of certain aspects of the church's DNA, and certain aspects of apostolic Christianity have been suppressed and shut down. We believe, many believe today in the church that the Holy Spirit is restoring apostolic Christ following for those who have ears to hear, for those who have the courage and the faith to now step out and begin to experience it and progress in it. So what can we take away from this episode today? First, let's just thank God that we've been born again by the word or the seed of God, actually the DNA of God. Peter wrote about that. We've been born again through the, through the word or the seed of God and ask the Holy Spirit to fully turn on and express this DNA, the DNA of the kingdom and the DNA of apostolic Christianity. Begin to read, begin to study, begin to present yourself before the Lord and ask him to give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation like Paul talked about in Ephesians chapter 1. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened. Pray that as sort of a blanket coverage prayer over your life and over your your sphere of influence, that we may know the hope of our calling, Paul says, that we would know the, the riches of the inheritance of Christ that's in the saints, and that we would know the exceeding greatness of his power towards those who believe. So just a couple takeaways. Ask, Thank God you've been born again by that DNA and ask the Holy Spirit to, to turn it on and express it in your life and in those that you run with in the kingdom 
in the community of faith, in the ecclesia, the church. Well, we'll talk more about this. Thanks, friend, for rating, reviewing, and following the podcast. It's on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Overcast, YouTube. You can also stream it directly from jesussmart.com. But when you rate and review and actually follow it on the major podcast platforms, it helps others to discover the content to see if it's a good fit. Plus, it keeps you connected. You'll be notified when a new episode drops. As I mentioned, you can also stream it and even download it from jesussmart.com. There's a show notes page for these episodes. You can also leave thoughts and questions there. There's also a contact page there to reach out to me. As always, my friend, with Jesus, our horizon is brilliant. It's empowering. Make it a smart week and all the best until next time. 